Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode's been brought to you by the Raw Raw Spirit Team. Growing your business is just the beginning. Too many business owners try to grow their business on their own. They spend countless hours testing out and investing in hundreds of strategies, all with the aim of building their business. Without support, someone helping to guide you and cheering you on, motivation starts to go down, your passion starts to decrease, you start running out of money and losing faith in your business and yourself. The Raw Raw Spirit Team is a supportive community filled with expert programming, up-to-date training, guest experts, mentorship, and like-minded business owners. This isn't another community and another strategy. This is a serious and supportive community of business owners focused on supporting each other and building their business. You are welcome here. And welcome to the show. My guest today is my dear friend, Heather Danielle. She is a certified psychic medium, a healer, a teacher, and founder of Rise Into Your Power. Her passion is helping others gain a strong connection to their higher power so they can open up to their own unique gifts and live a spiritually infused life. Yes. She is author of Anxiety to Angels, a step-by-step guide created to assist in transforming stress into spiritual connection. In her spare time, you will find Heather running, drawing, and hanging out with her husband and son in the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. Heather is passionate about helping others open up to their own unique gifts, including their psychic skills. And she's joining me today to talk all about that. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I am so excited. Me too. I loved our previous episode. And for our listener at home, Heather and I met for the first time. Well, we met again, as uh, you know, you could say. In this life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We met again. And um, yeah, she enthralled me and our listener at home as well with um, her conversation around lucid and vivid dreaming. So we are not mm-hmm. going to be speaking about that today because frankly, we have enough to talk about. But if you um, are interested in that subject, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can go back and, and check out that episode. Now, Heather, for those who haven't listened to that episode, and even for those who have, can you tell me a little bit about how your journey started and how you maybe started identifying with being psychic? Oh, yes. And I actually love to talk about this because it wasn't typical. Anytime that, at least in my experience, you see like a psychic or a medium, all of a sudden it's like they've been seeing ghosts since they were three years old. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've known I was always this way. That was not the case for me. I was like everyone else watching like the the psychics and the mediums on TV people like oh my goodness like what is that you know what I mean how come I wasn't given that gift that'd be so cool right and honestly I yes. kind of watched those shows a lot because I was so fascinated by it like never in a million years that I ever think that I was psychic and that I would be you know the reader I am today um so that's actually what happened is my grandmother died And I think that usually happens for a lot of us when we, you know, open up to our spiritual selves and that kind of thing. There's some kind of pivotal moment usually, you know, a lot of times the death of a loved one is a near-death experience. For me, it was my grandma passing away. And at the time, my life was just, whoo, it kind of went up in smoke after grandma passed, you know. Um, And I had to face my spiritual side because there was no other way to go. I was grieving. I was hurt. So I ended up, you know, picking up some of those uh, crazy books that told me to meditate, you know, (laughs) and that, you know, we're teaching those spiritual things. And I just kept on reading them and one thing led to another. And that's when I realized, oh my gosh, I am psychic actually everyone is psychic and then I just kept on going down that road and now it's been a crazy amazing experience (laughs) all right I did want to ask you a little bit later spoiler alert everybody's psychic (laughs) so oh my gosh a little bit about that later maybe you psychically knew I was going to ask you that question very good that's very good listen for you know a lot of people listening to this uh podcast are very you know sort of they're probably pretty savvy in terms of a lot of the terms that we're using and things like that. But for those who might be, you know, experimenting and learning about this subject at the moment, 
is psychic is that basically the same as fortune telling Oh, that is such a good question. I absolutely love that because I don't consider myself a fortune teller because you can use psychic connection without telling the future, you know, without trying to, you know, see what's going to happen. You know, um, my thing is, is how I love to show people who are just beginning is that we all know about intuition, right? Because that's our gut feeling that's inside, right? That's kind of like your connection almost like to yourself. But when you connect psychically, you are getting an external connection, right? You're getting connection to like your higher power, you know, your creator universe, your guides, you know, there's some kind of external connection, whereas the intuition is more internal, you know? So you can use your psychic connection, right? You can ask your guides, you can go ahead and ask your higher power, your creator, whoever you're psychically connecting to what the future holds. Right. But I don't know. I like to be surprised. <laughs> yeah. There's, and then there's the whole concept of free will. I think sometimes when people think about psychics, they think about, you're going to tell me my future, but you've just really added an entire new layer to that. So I guess when you were talking there, I was thinking how, you know how sometimes when you're speaking, this must happen to you all the time, but when you're speaking to someone and you're giving them a piece of advice and you're like, wow, that was really deep. How did I come up with that one? Right. Could that be that you're actually psychically connecting to, you know, a higher power and that they're just giving you that information? Oh my goodness. 100%. And I feel like that's what happens to a lot of us. And we don't even realize that we're connecting when we do it, you know, and then there's actually, you know, a lot of good things that can come out of it. You know, like when all of a sudden you're talking to a friend, it's like, wow, was that even me who like even spoke? So I think that's what it is. It's, that it's untapped. And just a lot of us don't know how to use our psychic skills, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's so funny because the odd time I'll think of an idea and I'll go, I'll know that wasn't from me, but I only, I articulate it and I'll go, I came up with a great idea, even though in the back of my mind, I'm going, it didn't come from me, but it would be, you know, depending on your audience, it would be quite something for me to say to a random, oh yeah, the angels told me to do blah, blah, blah right? It's a little bit easier to say, I came up with this great idea. So do you know, do oh. we have to give credit where credit is due or is it okay to oh. kind of deal with it in that way? Oh my goodness. So this was so funny because that's what I used to do. So when I started meditating, right? But when I started meditating, I started getting messages and I could tell kind of like how you were saying that it wasn't definitely coming from you. It felt like it was coming from somewhere else, but you don't want to seem like the crazy person. Yeah. So when I would get out of my meditations, I would tell my husband things. I'm like, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, how do you know this? I'm like, oh, I was in meditation and I was talking to myself and myself told me these things, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so that's how I kept on saying it because I was too scared to say, you know what I mean, like where I was getting it from. But now as I went down through my journey a little bit, I give credit where credit's due, but it's not like they even care. You know what I mean? It's not like your angel is sitting there asking for the kudos. You know what I mean? Like, that was my idea. <laughs> exactly. You know? That's ego anyway, isn't it? In a way. It totally like, is. Oh, I needed to be, you know, honored for that, that, you know, piece of wisdom. It's like, no, it doesn't. It's not about that. But it's so funny because my husband does the same thing. And I think that like even a lot of your listeners can, you know, um, definitely relate to, okay, I'm getting kind of spiritual, but what about, you know, my mate, you know? Um, and oh my goodness, my husband is so intuitive. He'll come to me and he will tell me, he'll be like, I think someone talked to me because I don't think it was my voice. I think it was something else. Like, what is it? You know? And it's so funny to see him that way, you know, because he is very intuitive. I think a lot of men are, you know, they just don't want to like admit it. Yeah. Um, but then he starts dissecting like the voice and that kind of thing. And I'm like, you know what? Just let it be for a little while. You know what I mean? Let it flow through you. And then, you know, what I mean, it'll get stronger and you'll be able to then differentiate who it's coming from, you know, because then you'll be able to hear the different voices, what they sound like. Like, and you're going to start to be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's my angel or that's my guide or, you know, even your past loved ones, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, I know that was grandma coming in. <laughs> that's so funny. Was he sort of always open to this subject before you guys got together or did you kind of, I don't know, I guess no. influence him in that way? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not at all. 
in fact, like I, um, I always stayed away from this kind of stuff, like psychic fairs and things like that. I thought it was really scary. You know, when I was a teenager, my dad was a sorcerer, you know, so I did spells and things like that. And I did, you know, tarot cards and then I got away from it because I didn't understand it. So I just kind yeah. of, you know, was reborn. But, um, and then when I was, when I finally got into this as deep as I did, I finally had to tell him. So that was a fun conversation, you know what I mean? And the only thing is that I had to give my husband credit for is that he was a little bit open-minded, yeah. right? And yeah. even though it really scared me, like almost coming out of the closet to my husband, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he actually ended up accepting me, you know? Um, and even to this day, he's still on the fence <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I understand like that's his journey, you know what I mean? And I have my journey, you know? Yeah. And as long as you have the space to be who you are, I think that's the most important thing. I mean, I don't believe that everybody in our life needs to be on board with everything that we do. I mean, that would actually be boring, right? I think it's good to be challenged. It's good to be queried. It's good to be, you know, kind of, I don't know, like, I guess, um, challenge is a word that keeps coming back, but at the same time, you can be with an open heart and in, in a safe space. So even though I think like this, I'm not the only, like my family doesn't necessarily get on board with all my thoughts, right? Or my beliefs about things, but they still create a platform and an open space for me to be who I am authentically. And I think that's key. Would you agree? Yes, that is really key. If you could, if you could actually have a family that has that kind of space, you know, that can allow that. Now, my family is actually really religious, and they're really heavily involved in their church. So, you know, what I do actually goes against, you know, what they believe in, you know, but they do still love me and try their best to like honor me, even though I can tell it very, it bothers them a lot. But what I did, especially in the beginning, is that I kept a lot of it to myself. Like I even, you know, I wasn't reading any family friends. I was only reading strangers. Um, and then I became just more, um, I, my, my connection with my higher power and my source, you know what I mean? Just got stronger and stronger and stronger to where then when I was opposed with these limiting beliefs, I would like to say it of my family, it didn't hurt me. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just going to be the light that I believe in. And, you know, it's okay. Everyone else has their own path. And then once I just kept on strongly believing in that and going down my, my path and where I was guided, it all of a sudden, it just, it just completely changed, you know, like I was scared to go over like my brother-in-law's house who was so religious because I know that I was doing devil's work in his eyes. And I know that he would want to say something about it, you know? Right. Um, and I was scared. I used to be so scared and I'd be like, honey, I go, I go by my husband. I'm like, you have to defend me, you know, help me out. <laughs> Um, but now it's so incredibly amazing that not only do I not anymore, like I'm never apprehensive going into this house, but I know that when we sit next to each other, it's like this found respect for each other's beliefs. And it's so amazing. Like no longer do I feel attacked or, you know what I mean? Unloved or unwanted or anything like that. Um, and it's probably, honestly, it's because I embraced who I am and I embraced what I do and I embrace my beliefs. It's when you are fighting it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and you haven't embraced it. I feel is when that tension comes. Yeah. That's so interesting actually. Cause you know, in a lot of Eckhart Tolle's teachings, I talk about them all the time, but you know, he talks about Ooh, us okay. trying to defend our mental position all the time. And I think that you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head there where I realize now that when I do sometimes speak about this stuff, I don't feel the need to defend it because just for me, it is my truth. So, and I know that it took me a while to get here. And I even had a period of time, four years where I, I didn't want anything to do with the spiritual world at all. I had overdone it. I had too much in my oh, yes. head. I was, I overwhelmed myself basically. And um, that's when I found Eckhart Tolle's teachings, The Power of Now, which oh. really brought me back to the now. And then I was able to like kind of move forward again, you know, into my spiritual journey, I guess you could say. So, you know, it's so funny that you're, you explained it like that because I understood that on a totally different level where it's like, I don't need to defend. I just know this is who I am and I'm confident with, with that. Yes, exactly. And it's so funny because I loved what you said too, because you said, I, you know, because you knew your truth. And literally that is like my life motto. So I'm not sure, but if you've seen this movie, but the couples retreat with Vince Vaughn when he has the shark incident, you know what I mean? But no, everyone's I don't think laughing. I've seen it. 
yeah, everyone laughs at him because of this shark incident because it wasn't really that bad. But he <laughs> feels it was that bad, right? And so right. he's fighting with everyone and he keeps on saying, I know my truth. I know my truth, right? And so now that scene and that part has become my life motto. And that's actually what I teach other people because it's like, you know your truth. I know my truth. I know my truth. Like no matter what, like um, anytime anyone says anything and it's like kind of like hurting your soul, maybe you haven't, maybe you're not 100% on board with it yet. You know, maybe you're not 100% healed from it, you know, and you can just keep on repeating. I know my truth in my head, in your head. And I feel like it can really help you get through like any situation, shark attack or, you know, <laughs> family attack about what you believe in, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I really believe that too, but you get that's that on so the head good. too. <laughs> yeah, that's We're so good. And I guess that comes back to, you know, the whole psychic development thing, because a lot of your psychic development would be about trusting your own truth, trusting what you get, you know, cause I'm sure Heather, you know, in readings that you do, and when you're doing a psychic reading or mediumship or anything, I would imagine that you've said some weird things and you've probably oh. felt like this is... <laughs> I don't know what this means, y'all, but here you go. But I guess oh. it comes down to you having to trust what you're saying, which is to know your own truth as this is this is the right answer or the right thing to say here. And that's 100% like the thing that you absolutely have to do when you're psychically connecting is that you have to trust, you know? And I think that's really hard for a lot of us because a lot of us have, you know, been betrayed. You know what I mean? We've had these issues, you know, in our past. And so then we can't even trust like ourselves or the people around us, let alone some invisible force, right? But it is literally all about, um, it's all about trust. And believe me, sometimes when I'm in a reading and you know, I say something that's crazy, something weird. I'm like, oh my gosh, it takes a lot of trust within yourself and the spirit to speak some of the things that I've seen. I'm trying to think of some examples. And then sometimes too, people are going to say no to it. And then you feel even more stupid, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. But then you get those phone calls later on. And then you get those emails later on where, oh my gosh, it makes sense. It makes sense, you know? Right. And some things end up being really, really cool that you learn about, you know? Like um, I was doing a house cleaning for someone and that is when I, um, I come in and I get rid of any kind of energies that are unwanted in the house, that kind of thing. And I was in this little boy's room and the mom had asked me, they're like, what else can I do to help him sleep? And it was really funny because I just had this flash and it was uh, like, like mala beads, like a beaded bracelet. Right. And I'm like, put it on him. I was like, they're saying it'll keep away any of the unwanted energies. And it was so funny because I'd never seen that before. I've seen mala beads before, but this wasn't that. Well, she ended up looking it up and there's these things called ghost beads. And what they do is they actually are known to like protect those while they're sleeping. And I had no idea what they were. It was so amazing. That is amazing. Yes. And I guess it comes down to like, that's the information that they needed to hear and you delivered it to them. And I, it's almost in a way, you know, when you're working really hard towards something and you need to have almost no expectation for how that information is received. Do you mm -hmm. kind of have to operate in that way as well? Oh, yes. Yep. One, yes. All the time. Because, you know, it's not just because I also do mediumship too. So that's also when I talk to past loved ones on the other side, right? So when they come in, they come up with their own personality still. So they all have their own ways of communicating, you know? So sometimes I'm going to have to pay more attention to like my bodies and the impression, my body and the impression they put against on me. Or sometimes right. they're going to be very verbal talkers, right? And so I'm going to have to be having my clear audience, which is, you know, clear hearing of, I'm going to have to listen. Or sometimes they're very emotional. So I'm going to be feeling it like in my chest and I'm going to be feeling the, um, the emotions that get brought up or the same thing, angels and guides too. They all talk a little differently as well. So it's almost like, um, the more sensitive you can be to all of your senses, then the easier it's going to be for them to, you know, impress things upon you and mm -hmm. to, you know, give you the information, give you the insight. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's super good. So I know a little bit later in the show as well, we are going to talk about maybe some tips and tricks and some tools that you can use to help develop your psychic skills, but we're not going there yet. Heather knows I like to make people wait. But that's all right. We've got a lot of things to discuss in the meantime. So you kind of just, you've mentioned it a few times, but I really want to reiterate a lot of what you're talking about seems as though your psychic, um, information isn't coming from 
Heather Danielle. It's coming from source, right? Source being yes. spirit guides, angels, um, yes. people who have passed over. Right. Okay. So how do you know if it's from you or if it's from them? I mean, I know we've kind of talked slightly about it, but I don't, I would really like to get in that conversation a bit more. Is it like heart yeah. over head or how can you tell the difference between making stuff up? I suppose like, well, this is what I really think about her and him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Is, this is, you know, me coming at it from a, like maybe a higher level. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I think first, like what you have to come, uh, what you have to understand first is the difference between like your ego and the rest of it. Cause your exactly. ego, yeah. yeah. So your ego is the part of you. It wants to protect you. I know everyone says ego is edging God out. You know what I mean? But I actually feel it wants to protect you. You know what I mean? It actually like loves you, you know, and it doesn't want to see you hurt. So it's always trying to stop you from doing things, you know, because if you don't do things and you can't get hurt, you know, if you don't try anything new, then you can't get hurt, you know, yes. and the ego is a part of yourself. So it's really important to like, you know, still love every piece of yourself, but even though your ego has its best, you know, your best intentions, you know, at heart, the thing is it comes across usually very loud because it's trying to, you know, stop you, you know, um, it also is usually very emotional too, right? So anytime you're trying to make a decision and you're not really sure which, you know, decision to make and you keep on going back and forth in your gut or in your head, look at where the emotions are, you know what I mean? Because usually the ego too will make excuses up right? It will tell you the reasons why you can't do something, you know, or why this is wrong. So let's say, give you an example, right? Like, Ooh, what about this guy and this girl? Like, are they going to break up? Are they not? Right. And you try and tune in, right? Your ego is going to be like, um, yes, they're going to break up because you know what? He does not treat her right. You know, it's going to give you all these excuses. Right. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, she's, uh, she's not good enough for him anyways. And it's going to start this. Right. Yeah. So you have to start paying attention more to that, like intuitive voice with inside you. And that one would be like, no, they're not, you know, it's very, yeah. it's very soft. It's in the background. Like I always tell people, I'm like, you know, that voice when it's like, oh, darn it. I knew I was going to forget my keys. Right. That is your, your intuition voice. Right. And the more that you, um, tame your thoughts and bring it down, then, you know, get your thoughts down. That's why meditation is so key. Usually mm. that's when you're starting going to be able to take those moments where all of a sudden you're going to be able to catch those thoughts and you're going to be able to determine if that's your ego, or if that's your intuition. Yes. And, yeah. And so it's so funny because I always love, I love this, this story because I was actually on the way to one of my events. Right. And I was going to bring my own TV. Right. And so I get my TV and I'm hauling it out to the car. And as I pass my Fourier table, you know, I hear the voice and it says, Oh, you're going to forget your keys. They're on the table. And I'm like, no, they're not. And they're like, yes, it is. And I'm like, no, it's not. My keys are in my pocket. And I'm like talking back and forth to myself, which I think we all do, right? It sounds like I'm talking to myself because I'm not taking the time to be like, okay, who's talking to me right now? Right. And I'll be darned if I didn't get to the car and my keys were not in my pocket. It was on my Fourier table. And I'm like, oh man. And I have to like set the TV down, go back inside, get my keys, yeah. right? And so first off, like, that's the first thing is noticing that, you know what I mean? Your intuition, right? Versus your ego, right? And then the more you play with it, right? And the more you play with it, and the more you listen to it, right? It kind of goes back with what we were saying. It's not you, it's spirit talking. And how you know that is because, you know what I mean? Sometimes it'll bring you forth information you did not know yet, right? It'll use words. And the more and more you practice, it will be a, um, a different sounding voice, right? just kind of do that. Like, I, I know we're going to get some tips, but just for right now, take a day and then just like pay attention to how your voice sounds inside your head when you talk to yourself. Right. Yes. Do, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Like, does it sound like you? Does it have an accent, you know? Um, and then the more that you know that voice, then you'll know when it's a different voice coming in, it'll sound different. And even if you can't hear the accent, the energy of it's going to feel a little bit different right? It might feel like a little bit heavier, a little bit lighter. You know what I mean? It'll just come out of nowhere, right? Mm, so funny. Yeah. My voice, my spirit voice is definitely a lot more gentle, you know, like more loving and nurturing, I guess you could say, and uses less words. 
That's yes, also that's what true. I noticed. Um, yes. One thing too for our listener at home, I will say is that Heather does have a free gift. We will offer it at the very end. It's 22 ways to get centered and connected without meditating. And, um, you know, this is going to be really key for you to also help you with your psychic development. So just so you know, that's coming at the very end of the show. So when you were speaking, Heather, you know what you made me think about was that sometimes we think things versus we feel, right? So when we were talking about that example of art, are they going to break up or whatever? I think sometimes if I was asking myself that question, I would have this almost deeper just knowing the answer as opposed to having to justify the answer. Mm -hmm. Why? Kind of like what you were using there with the ego. So you know, is it sometimes just that you, you do get that impression of like, yes or no, you know, or I just, when I've made decisions before in the past, sometimes I just know, and I don't, there's might not be a logical reasoning. I just know I have to do that. <laughs> oh yeah. That's clear. That's clear cognizance. So that's clear knowing, right? So right. that's just when all of a sudden it gets implanted on you, you know, and sometimes you can't tell if it's actually like from a spirit guide, an angel, or if it's like your higher self, it's just like this inner knowing, you know? So yeah, sometimes it'll be that way. What I always like to do, you know, like with you, it seemed like, okay, you just absolutely 100% knew, you know, and that does happen sometimes. But what I like to do too sometimes is, okay, I might get a feeling and then I will set the intention to connect to spirit just to kind of confirm it, right? Um, yes. Because sometimes we can get emotionally involved with what we're dealing with, you know? And yes. then we're like, wait a second though, how can I be sure, right? And it brings me to, sorry, I love stories. I hope you guys I don't love mind. stories so okay. much. <laughs> so this time, and this is actually a time when my intuition was wrong, but it was just because I was really bored. My son was actually having an MRI on his hip, right? His hip ended up being okay. Spoiler alert, he's okay. But I was bored to death, right? <laughs> While waiting for him. So I was like, <laughs> Heather, I was like, what time is he going to get out of this MRI machine? And I felt it in my gut and I was like 1142 or something like that. And I was like, okay, really? And so then I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can do it. If I can connect to spirit. So I set the intention that I'm going to connect to spirit. Right. And they're going to give me the answer right down to the minute. And I made sure I sent the intention really, really grand in my head. Right. I was like, I want to know the exact time when I look down on my phone, when he comes out of those doors. Right. So I connected to spirit and they told me 1201. And I was like, dude, it's 1130. He's already, he's been in there for 45 minutes. Are you serious? 1201. That's like forever. You know what I mean? It's about like, and <laughs> I was like, okay, well, guess what? My time that I intuitively picked up, right? You know, with inside myself was not right. It was going on almost 12 o'clock. Wow. And I mean, it was so incredibly amazing when my son walked through those doors at 12.01, the exact time that spirit had told me. And, you know, when this kind of thing happens, I just give it all to spirit. You know what I mean? I'm like, cause how amazing is that, that they could put that impression upon me? You know what I mean? And they could like tell me that. And that's something that everyone can do all the time. I know we already kind of, we right. talked about that a little bit, but isn't it amazing? Yes, it is. And I guess when you're wanting that kind of accuracy, you know, like sometimes we intuitively, I, I pay attention sometimes when I'm shopping, right? And if I'm at the fruit and vegetable section, I might buy a lot of fruits of a certain color. And I'm like, okay, I'm intuitively maybe needing that in my, like for my chakras or whatever. But when you're also talking about specific things like that, I, I totally hear what you're saying there that why wouldn't you just invite spirit in to almost solidify that answer for you <laughs> in a way? Yes. Yes. And we'll give some tips later on on how to do that for yourself. Cause there's yeah. different ways that you can do it. Yeah, that's perfect. So I do want to know, um, you know, sometimes with angels or all the time with angels, we do need to ask them for help, right? We do need to invite them in. So do we need to do the same with our spirit guides, with our higher self when we're wanting to connect psychically? Or are you just always on if you're ready to be? Or, you know, we kind of talked about being blocked and then maybe, yeah. So I guess, can we get into that conversation now? 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. So first off, like, yeah, if any psychic or medium is open all the time, oh my goodness, the recipe for disaster, you know what I mean? So it's so yeah. funny because I used to think, like, I remember I had this reading with this one woman and she took a break right before my reading was about to begin. And this was like years ago when I was still so scared. And it was so funny because she was like kind of walking next to me in the same area and she was looking at the same things I was. And I was like, oh my goodness, she's totally like picking me up. She's totally like reading my mind right now. <laughs> And it was so funny. I had no idea that like they turned themselves off, right? So then they were off from, you know, psychic and spiritual connection, right? Because if you're left on all the time, you know what I mean? That's when you start becoming like a Long Island medium and getting messages for people in the streets and things like that. You don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, that's a whole other story in itself. <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> so that's like one thing um, was the, um, you know, the closing down and the opening up of spirituality. And then um, the other thing too, is that, yes, you have free will. So you have to ask them, you know what I mean? To step in and that kind of thing, ask for help. You know what I mean? No matter what, sometimes you might think to yourself like, oh, isn't it obvious I need help? And they're all standing there with their arms folded being like, no, it's not obvious. You know what I mean? It's like, they're bound by contract, you know what I mean? And they're like, no, I can't help you if you would just ask, right. you know? Right. Yeah. And it honestly, like I call it spirit. So when I say spirit, I mean, you know, past loved one, past loved ones, guides, angels, you know what I mean? The whole entire kit and caboodle, you know? So right. I basically just say, Hey spirit, you know what I mean? And basically I trust that they're going to bring forth the person, the being the entity, you know what I mean? That's that I need to speak to right now, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Because you don't want to be like, Hey, I only want to talk to the angels when your spirit guide <laughs> or higher, your higher self has the answer. <laughs> well, and you want to, get this though like think about it for a second if I was wanting guidance right like I do love the angels but the angels have never been reincarnated so sometimes I feel more closer to my guides because I'm like you know what in the world I'm going through you know right. what I mean you've been here before angels have it but then sometimes you're going to want that perspective of an angel you know what I mean who has this purity and this love about them you know what I mean this patience this you know what I mean amazing strength that they have you know so I just kind of leave it to them sometimes I'll pick and choose you know <laughs> I'll be like I want to talk to Angel Michael right now <laughs> Yeah. Cut this cord. Cut this yes. cord. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Be like, okay, you know, but yeah, that's kind of that's what I do. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Let's go back to the conversation about blocking. Um, and then we'll move into, you know, tips and tricks and things like that in a moment. I guess I want to bring up blocking because you mentioned off the top of the show that everyone is psychic. I think that there would be a lot of people that, you know, want to be psychic, but maybe don't identify with that as being the skill that they have yet. Uh, maybe it's potentially because it was blocked before. So I guess what I want to know is if you blocked and shut down your gifts at a younger age, which many people have done, uh, can you get unblocked easily? Do you need somebody else like yourself to do that for you? And how does that process sort of happen? Oh yeah. Think about it. It's kind of like riding a bike, but you haven't been back on the bike for a while. You know what I mean? It's going to, yeah. it's going to take you a minute, you know? So for anyone who has ever thought they were psychic or never thought they were psychic first, it's kind of like how I said, know that you already are. And think of it kind of this way, like, you know, this is not our true home. Our home is on the other side. Right. And so we were sent here and it's like, wow, we were, think about it as if you're dropping off your kids at summer camp and we're in summer camp right now. Wouldn't you give your kids like a way to connect with you, to contact you, you know, that kind of thing. So think of like the second connection kind of as a phone, you know what I mean? To like call home, you know what I mean? And be like, Hey, I need some help. You know what I mean? Or I don't know about this person or I don't know what to do, you know, that kind of thing. So it's basically just about like learning to use a phone again, you know, like you went from the rotary dial to a smartphone. You know what I mean? It might take you a minute to get back up on there um, because now you have other impressions upon you, you know? So a lot of times our ego voice goes a lot louder and a lot stronger because we're suppressing our inner voice, right? So it might be a little bit lower because we're listening to other people and that kind of thing. And so there's been a lot of years where you've been doing that. Yeah. then it's like, okay, now we got to try and get it more balanced. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of thing. So you can get right back on. It's just going, might take you just a little bit longer to tap into them again yeah. as you did when you were younger. Yeah. And I guess when you were speaking there, I was thinking about how we have to undo in a lot of cases, a lot of 
programming, you know, that really, maybe it's all, if you think about it, it's like layers and layers and layers of crap we've accumulated that we need to sort of unfurl, unravel because not everybody knows what their truth is. Not everybody knows how to listen to themselves. They don't, you know, some people listening to this might not identify or understand that they have a voice inside their head that doesn't belong Mm. to them and think that they're still sane, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. And that's honestly the reason why I wrote anxiety to angels is because I realized because after my grandma got, you know, grandma passed away, I got really sick. And so that's when going down my path, I realized I wasn't sick. I was psychic. So a lot of my sicknesses that I thought, you know, being a severe empath, you know what I mean? Absorbing everyone's energies, you know what I mean? Being constantly on with my psychic connection, you know, everything like that. Um, it really got me sick to where I was having seizures. I was, in the hospital all the time. I was having cataplexy attacks. That's where I would just faint, you know, those kind of things. So that was something else that I just wanted to touch on really quick too, is some people, you know, think that they're not psychic and that kind of thing. But when some of those symptoms that you're having, you know what I mean, within your body and within your life are actually symptoms that you are psychic, you know? So. Right. How did you work that out? Well, first off, I learned about empaths, how they absorb energy. And then I kind of studied energy a little bit, you know what I mean? Because I know stuff's a little woo-hoo, right? Oh, girl, (laughs) we're all about the woo-woo on this this podcast. Bring it. Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, back then, I still wasn't sure. I'm like, does everything have energy? And it's like, oh, you know, we have auras. And it's like, oh, carrots have auras. Food has auras, you know? They have the energy food. So I just kept on going down it. And then it's like, oh, my goodness. Um, This woman, I had met her actually at a psychic fair. I finally got my guts up and I went to a psychic fair. Um, and she told me, she was like, Hey, you are going crazy. And it's because of the energy in the room. You need to step outside. And she taught me how to shield myself. She taught me how to shield my energy. And she was like, come back inside and see how you feel. Oh my gosh, that day changed my life because as soon as I stepped into that psychic fair, I was having massive anxiety, right? Horrible anxiety. I wanted to leave. It had taken me two hours to get there because I had to take back roads because I was too scared to drive on the freeway because my anxiety, right? So when I get there to the psychic fair, like it was so incredibly crazy. Like I didn't know what it was. Then once she told me what it was, okay, you're absorbing other people's energy. You are very, very intuitive, but you are blocking yourself, shield yourself, you know, ground yourself too, because we talk about grounding. And once I came back inside, I spent the whole entire day at the psychic fair, going through workshops, doing everything. I felt like a million bucks, you know, whereas opposed right before I shielded, I was ready to leave. And another spoiler alert too, I overcame my fear of anxiety on the freeway too, you know, going down and realizing, you know what I mean? That I was just very sensitive to those energies, you know? Right. So how did you shield yourself? Because that's something that I think I do well, but I... Yeah, I'm sure I'm not alone with our listener at home who's like, damn, I feel so much energy that going into a psychic fair for me is like, I would never even attempt it. (laughs) Yeah, I see why, because I felt it too. So there's different ways that you can shield. Like the number one thing is the intention you put behind it. The more intention you put behind the way that you shield your energy, the stronger it's going to be, right? And there's a couple of ones, you know what I mean, where you just basically, they're all visualizations, right? So you can visualize that you're in a bubble right? And it's protecting your energy. And I always say I only allow 100% love and light to come into my space. Mm -hmm. So that means any kind of bad vibes that people are putting out intentionally or unintentionally can't get into my space, right? Some people imagine that there's a cloak upon them and you zip it up, you know what I mean? All the way from the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And then you can have fun with it, you know what I mean? Make it different colors if you want, you know, that kind of thing. And then it doesn't matter when you do it, right? So I'm literally in the middle of talking to people about politics, religion, or anything. And as soon as I start feeling emotion, right? It doesn't matter if I know if it's mine or if it's theirs. I will go shield, 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 shield in my head. And I will imagine a shield coming up between us oh thank you heather i needed that so that shield 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 thing is exactly what i needed you to say thank you so much because like like, oh i was just gonna tell you go ahead go ahead ahead. i'm so sorry i'm just so excited about this yeah i'm just so excited like literally like my husband when he gets on a rampage right i'm like literally sitting there like staring at him going off and i'm imagining like the shield you like that you like a bulletproof glass shield coming through us and then you might take like a moment or so and then you're going to be able to feel the difference 
Okay. Yes. Cause I was in a store the other day, an art studio, right. And I'm looking at the, all the art, blah, blah, blah. And there was the, one of the artists was there. He was literally following us around explaining everything. And it started feeling I was getting suffocated. And I don't know what, what happens to you, but for me, sometimes I get rude if people are suffocating me because I don't know how to almost ward them off without being rude. So I might like go, you know, answer shorter than getting into a longer conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like trying to just sort of get a little bit out of their way. Um, but the shield, shield, shield thing will help me a lot. And then sometimes you might even answer almost more like them than yourself if you're so sensitive to their energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if they're a very assertive, aggressive person, then you might start coming off assertive and regret an aggressive. And it's because you're, you're really tuning into their energy, you know? Right. And I'll just say it right now. Like if you are into spiritual things, then you have a light about you. Okay. You have a light and it's like your, the energy, it just, it's just drawn to you. Like, um, what is it? The moth to a flame. You know what I mean? Just like that. So just know that you have to shield. And it's really funny because it'll become second nature to you. Right. So like, I remember I was walking out of, um, Meyer one day. So that's like a department store that we have down here. And I just, I don't know what happened. I just glanced over and seen this girl and I don't know what was going on, but I literally yelled out loud shield <laughs> as she, as, as she, I was walking out the store and she was walking in. I just accidentally out loud goes shield. It was like my energy knew that there must have been something not so good in her energy and she was about to pass me and it was just a reflex but I accidentally said it out loud that is so funny okay so I have a question and then we'll really I know our listener at home's like but how do I become psychic we will get there don't worry we have time uh when when that happens okay so in your situation or the situation with the artist that I'm talking about I think that I get freaked out that they're connecting a chord to me. And so mm -hmm. I, I'm always like, so I, I learned in one of our um, episodes with Michelle, our price, the light worker, she was telling me that you do like a karate chop or you go chop, 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 chop. So I literally left that studio and I was going chop, 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 chop. And my partner's going, why do you always, <laughs> why do you always do that? I'm like doing these karate chops walking <laughs> But it's because it's the only way that I desperately know to just get that person's energy out, like off of me. So if we were, let's say we, I was to shield, 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 shield while I'm talking to this dude, have his cords already connected and are they now like stuck in my shield or am I overthinking <laughs> <laughs> are, are they stuck in your shield? Okay, well, first off, you know what I mean? I'm not sure what Michelle said, but you know what I mean? Uh, just for your listeners, that cords usually get made to everyone that you meet, you know what I mean? Um, in this life, you know, and some are stronger than others. Because if you think about it, you remember some, you know, people better than others. So yeah. it's important to cut those cords, right? Um, so when you put the shield up, if there was any cords before you put up the shield, they're still there. So it's important to like cut them, you know what I mean? Just no more will. But it's almost like, think about it, shielding is protecting. So it's almost like using sunscreen, right? But you still need to clean your skin, right? So you still need to cleanse that aura of yours. And what I love to do is, you know what I mean? It's the best one because I know we don't have all day to sit here and, you know what I mean? Do things to try and cleanse our auras or sage ourselves, which I use sage spray, which is freaking awesome, by the way. But you can use that. That does help. But my husband hates the smell of sage. So um, I actually just use visualization is so, so strong, right? And I think that anyone who's like, oh, just visualize it. It's like, you don't understand the power of our mind, you know? But what it is, is that when you're in the shower, imagine that that water is that golden white light or whatever beautiful pure light that you want it to be just cascading down around you. And it's just cleansing your energy. And you can even imagine all of the crap that you went through that day, just going right down the drain. Right. And it's like, Hey, I had a shower and I cleansed my aura. You know what I mean? That yes. kind of thing. You can do that daily. Yes. Um, because I don't think, not sure if people know, but like your aura, you know, so your energetic body, right? And it can extend several feet outside of your body. It protects your chakras and your chakras protect your body, your physical body. And so it's trying to defend you, you know what I mean? So as much as you can protect it, you know, use that sunscreen, you know, and then also cleanse it, you know what I mean? Um, it, it's going to do wonders. 
Yeah. Okay, great. So I guess if you're in a situation like I was with the artist and I didn't shield in advance because I didn't know I had to, although it's probably a good practice to just shield all the time. Oh yeah. Some people, yeah. Some people do that. They say to do that like every morning and that kind of thing. But if you're anything like me, like I'm so ADD, (laughs) like I forget all the time. So like, even like yesterday, my son was actually taking his driver's test. Right. And this woman like, woo, her energy I was like oh my goodness you know and I could tell that she was even making my son have anxiety during this test and I am like I could not shield enough right (laughs) and um and and so I was even trying to shield my son so sometimes too they will allow you for people who are close to you like I have this connection with my son because obviously I'm his mother you know then I can actually you know um shield his energy because I am doing good for him I'm looking out for him you know um but that is, you know what I mean? Usually they have to defend for themselves, but my son just turned 18. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's still my baby. He's still learning my control. Yeah. And so I had to do that because this woman was putting off this like, I don't know, nervous, aggressive, you know what I mean? Energy. And it's okay if you get a cord or two, you know what I mean? We always get cords. You can just cut them later. You know what I mean? Um, okay. So that's what I was wondering. You can, you shield right away and worry about the cords later. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I do that. Like I, I connect cords all the time while I'm reading, you know what I mean? So I just literally make it a habit. You know what I mean? I cut the front ones like this and then I cut the back ones. Mine are more swooping motions. Yeah. Um, but you can actually tell too, you can actually tell where you either keep cords or you keep energy, you know what I mean? By paying attention to your body, you know what I mean? Um, even around certain people or after the days, you know, like I, I really hold energy in my upper back and you can just kind of feel it. You know what I mean? It feels more tense. It feels, you know, and you you could be like, oh, I worked out or I did this, you know, but if you didn't do any of those things, then just kind of know it's tense for a reason, right? Could yeah. it be that that's where your cords were or that's where the energy had went, you know? Yeah. One of the things I struggle with, and I know I need to watch my language on that. It's one of the things I'm working through <laughs> is fatigue. Mm-hmm. I get fatigued very easily if I, so I think I, it's because I don't shield enough Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's so funny because usually a healthy aura, you know what I mean? Since we're on that topic, right? Will be like your arms length out, you know what I mean? About that, you know, that's about average, right? But there are some people who keep on pushing and pushing their aura out. And you can do that with intention. You can bring it back in with intention and you can push it out with intention, right? But some of them are huge. They're bigger than the rooms that they're in. You know what I mean? They're giant. And a lot of times it's people who are curious and want to know what in the world's going on over there, over there, or you have the people who are pushing out their energy field so they can um, be in control of everything. You know what I mean? So, or those who are caregivers, you know what I mean? And they want to make sure everyone's happy. So they push out their energy. And when you do that, you are fatiguing yourself because you're pushing your energy out. So there's less, you know what I mean? Around you, if that makes sense, because you're kind of, um, what is that called? Making it thinner as it goes out a little bit. Right. That, does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> I, hope I, I hope I said it right. I'm yeah. like, okay, I do like to control things. So I, oh. yeah. So spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Look, don't be all, you know what I mean? But that's kind of cool too, because I'll tell you what, like when I'm sleeping home alone at night, I'll go ahead and I will push my energy out and I will go through my whole house, just making sure that energy feels good, you know, mm-hmm. and then I will bring it back up into me. But if you keep on having it pushed out, then a lot of times I'll cause fatigue. If you have too much stuff in your aura. So that means like, you know what I mean? Um, too many people's emotions, baggage, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And you haven't cleansed your aura that kind of stuff, um, gotten a Reiki treatment or something, then you're going to keep on having that baggage in your aura. Um, and the more, more people stuff that you have inside your aura, then the more tired you're going to be. Right. Okay. So do you, do you often think you just talked about Reiki? Do you often think that you need to seek other people to help with these sort of things or, you know, cause I do cleanse every day, stuff like that. So if somebody is at home listening and they're also maybe fatiguing, is, are these things that you can do on your own, like by doing regular cleansing? Um, oh, you can totally do it by yourself. It's almost though, can you work out by yourself? You know what I mean? It's like one of those things, or do you need like the, the motivation, you know, that kind of thing. Right. It just seems like, like, you know me, like I am so passionate to help other people open up to their psychic gifts, right? Yeah. So, but I still do readings, which I'm doing it for them. But I do, because sometimes you do need help from the outside. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. that confirmation, that validation, you know, that kind of thing. So I believe like, 
Reiki is, you know, certified, you know, that kind of thing. You have to go through the course. I feel that we all have the innate ability to heal, our, heal ourselves and others, but it's like, okay, I can just, you know, visualize, do all of that. But it's like, can you, will you, Yeah. <laughs> will you do it? Or do you need to maybe go see someone even once every couple of months that can like cleanse your aura for you and that kind of thing? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, that's great. Okay. Let's get into um, the big part of the conversation now, which is about how to develop your psychic skills. So I am in your amazing Facebook group. It's called Rise Into Your Power. And I know it's a free group that you have open for people. And um, I also picked up on some tips and tricks that you had on your Instagram as well. So if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about, you know, ways to develop your psychic skills. So one of the things you had in the Rise Into Your Power Facebook group was a picture of an orange pumpkin. Can you talk about that, Heather? Oh yeah, I love doing those. Those little, um, the little, they really help strengthen because what it is is that you want to use like your imagination skills. You know what I mean? That's really how you connect psychically. It's the same muscle, right? But with that pumpkin exercise, it was to help you with the eye muscles that you will need to strengthen in order to see auras, right? So that pumpkin, if you look at it, you'll be able to see it, right? And if you're anything like me, you know what I mean? When I first started off, it was like, oh, is this all hocus pocus? I don't really know. Is it really true that I can do this? So what I started doing initially was I started looking and reading auras, you know, so that's what that's about. So auras are really, really easy. And I can tell you just really quick what you can do. Um, first off is, you know, you're going to look at something um, like you can use your hands and you can look in between your fingers, right? Have you put your hand on like a white cloth, like a white paper, white background, right? And then what you're going to do is you're just going to kind of stare in between the spaces of your two fingers, right? And then try not to blink if you can. <laughs> and then what you're going to do is when you keep on practicing and strengthening that eye muscle, then you're going to see a white film at first. That's the first layer of the aura. And then it's going to start branching out into different colors. Right. And if you have contacts like me, sometimes it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> um, so because then you, then you blink. Right. Um, and the more and more you look at it, the more and more that energy is going to grow and you're going to see it. It's one of these things that's innate in our in our human nature to have. We just gotten away from it, you know, because when we were kids, you know, no one else seen it. So we kind of lost that ability because you didn't use that muscle. Right. Because if you don't use muscles, then you lose that ability. Yeah. Yeah. So that one I loved teaching the group because it's like it's very easy and it's something, too, that you can feed your ego and you can be like, hey, this isn't all hogwash in my mind. I literally yeah. seen the colors with my own eyes. Right. right. And you can do it too around people, you know, I mean, even pictures, like I have a white background right now. So you could just look at the top of my head and then just kind of stare off. Right. Um, and just allow yourself to zone out with your eyeballs and then you're going to start to see it. And then the more and more you practice with it, then the more you're not going to have to try, you know, because your muscle is going to be strengthened, you know? And so then you'll be able to sit there and just watch people walking by with the, with their auras all big, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right out there. And it's going to help you too, because you're going to know what kind of person they are. Wow. So yeah. can you turn that on and off, Heather? Or do you always see people's auras? No, I don't anymore because I start, I, I was seeing everyone's auras and there were some people's auras I didn't want to see. I didn't, I didn't want to know that about that person, you know? Um, so I ended up turning it off, you know? So now I just sense them, you know, I sense like the core, the, the colors and that kind of thing. Um, but I ended up turning it off. But the good news is, is that my muscles still strengthen. So anytime that I do want to see anyone's aura, it's easier for me to do it if I want to. Right. So yeah. that's why you got the shield shield that lady right away. Yeah. You, if you had oh, yeah. seen auras, you might've seen her, you would have seen her coming. Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. But, yeah. um, but, oh yeah. So that's about auras, you know what I mean? But if you just want to like become psychic, oh my gosh. Okay. Heather says I'm psychic. You know what I mean? What do I do? Right. <laughs> yeah. So first thing is, yeah, is it's all about setting the intention. So you can set the intention to connect to anyone, anything, if you want. Right. So whatever you want to do. Right. And you're just going to set the intention that you're going to connect to it. So person, place, thing, spirit, guy, it doesn't matter. Right. And then what you're going to do is ask a question or just say, hey, you know, what I mean, tell me about this item, this person, this thing. And then you're going to 
um, pay attention to any kind of impressions that you get. You know what I mean? Was there any shifts inside of your body, right? Did you get any visuals? Did you see any colors? You know, what is happening, right? right. And then that's how you get, that's how you start strengthening that skill up, right? Yeah. Because if I connect to you and all of a sudden, like, let's say, you know, I'm just beginning and, oh, I see the color pink, right? Well, then, of course, you can Google what the color pink it means. But for me, color pink means, you know what I mean, new birth, you know what I mean, beginning, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, I also see the number three. And then it's like, oh, what does number three mean? You can Google that too, but I know it means expansion, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh my gosh, so I know that this, now I know you are going through new beginnings and expanding, right? And then you can keep on going. And the more you keep on going, that information just floods, right? Yeah. So I always say to people, I'm like, hey, start practicing first with like, photo readings, right? You know, ask your buddy, like, hey, hand me a, hand me a photo, you know, or hand you a photo of some, a family member that you've never seen before, you know, that kind of thing. And then connect to the photo. That's what I used to do, like, all in the beginning. Like, my one friend, he would always text me in the morning a photo, and I would have fun, you know, and it started getting more and more and more. So then, you know what I mean, after a while, I'm like, oh, you know, like, oh my goodness, this person, I don't even remember, like, crazy things would come up, you know? Um, like one guy, I was like, oh my gosh, every time I see this picture, I just want to punch someone. I feel like he was violent. It's like, sure enough, he was very abusive, you know, um, wow. and he was still here. So it's really cool because then what you can do is you can start writing these downs, down the times that you were right. And then you can fight your ego on it. You know what I mean? You could be like, nope, I was right all these other times and start doing that. Right. Like, so that's one thing, right? So you're going to set the connection, right? To a person, place, a thing, whatever you want. So that's what you can do. And you're going to really practice that, right? You can even practice with a friend. Like I say, hey, you know what I mean? Um, like your podcast, look in the comments and things like that. And you know what I mean? Go to Facebook groups that are spiritual and get a runny buddy and then connect with each other every day and try and connect to like how they're feeling that day or what shirt they're wearing. You know what I mean? And practice your different senses. You know what I mean? Like, cool. you know, all of a sudden, like, what do you smell as soon as you connect to them, right? So see if you can get a smell, you know, see if you can hear anything, you know, feel anything like all of a sudden when I connected to them, my heart started racing, you know, and I felt anxiety and you contact them. They're like, oh, I'm having a bad day. However, as we've talked about before, it can be kind of hard for people to really trust in what they're getting. Right. right. I, like, so a development circles where you actually sit and you practice your psychic, um, abilities. And I actually did this, um, for several years, I ran my own circle, but you know, pandemic, you know, we're all online. Right. Um, but what you can do is use a divination tool because a divination tool is going to help you get out of yourself, you know? So I always use Oracle cards, but you can use tarot cards. You know, there's ruins, there's pendulums, you know, there's so many divination tools out there. And so what this allows you to do is to, you know, you don't have to worry about counting on yourself right? You don't have to worry about, you know, paying attention to your body, your mind and that kind of thing. Because if that certain Oracle card comes up or if that certain tarot card mm -hmm. comes up, it's coming up for a reason, right? And that's going to help you with your psychic connection because it's going to help you, you know, get that bond with spirit because you're going to trust what they're giving you. You know, that's number one. And then you could connect more to the card and ask the card and spirit to give you more insight to the card, you know, because all of a sudden things are going to start moving on that card or things are going to start popping out. Like all of a sudden, the sun pops out, you know, like, oh my gosh, why is this? You know, so divination tools is really good. But what if, <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I absolutely love this. Like, so what if I can't, you know, I don't have a running buddy, you know what I mean? Oh, what if I don't have any divination tools? I don't want to do that. Right. So the next thing you can do is just bring spirituality in your life and start practicing with your intuition, your psychic abilities through things that, you know, around the house and things that you do. Right. We've all heard it. Right. Try and guess who's calling before they call. Right. That kind of thing. Right. So it's instead of like a educated guest, it's going to be a spiritual guest. You know, we're going to call it that, right? So spiritually guess who's on the phone and then practice kind of like what I did, what your gut tells you, and then set the intention to connect to spirit. And then what spirit tells you, you know mm. what I mean? You can do coin toss, you know, when you're sitting there waiting for an elevator to open up, you know, try and be like in tune, you know what I mean? Like, okay, which elevator door is going to open? right? How many people are going to be inside this elevator, right? If you're doing a Zoom meeting, right? How many people are going to be on the Zoom meeting? You know, little things like that, that you can do in your daily life. Like when is my husband going to get home from work? You know what I mean? Are my kids going to be crazy today? <laughs> you know, like as soon as you wake up, you know what I mean? And the more and more you practice it, it's just like going to the gym, but it's like a gym for your mind. <laughs> 
Yeah, I like that. And I think that you hit the nail on the head there where you were talking about practicing it because, you know, somebody might be listening to our conversation and thinking, wow, Heather, you're amazing. I want to be like that. Well, Heather's clearly put in the work. <laughs> oh, so, you know, yes. that's the thing. These things you need to practice and work on them. Yes, exactly. And I actually do mentoring too. And when I do it, I, I work with women who are really, really busy and they have three kids and that kind of stuff, but it's like, Hey, no excuses. You can still put in the work. Yeah. And so that's yeah. when I kind of develop a plan to work with them to where they can do the spirituality, you know what I mean? As they, you know, as they do their daily life, you know, and that's where I feel like it's key, right? Because yeah. that's when you need the guidance. That's when you need spirit to give you those answers is through your daily life, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you just have to wait a minute before, you know, I mean, and tune in before picking up your kid from school, you know, to see if they're crazy or not today, you know, if they had a good day or not, you know what I mean? Take those one minute, the 30 seconds, you know what I mean? That you yeah. need, even if you have to go in the bathroom and hide while you just in tune first, you know what I mean? Be like, okay, what, what do I need to do right now? And it's so funny. Um, just one more thing too, because I know that, you know, our time is coming to a close, yeah. but a great way to connect and to, is to raise your vibration. Cause if you think about it, the other side is operating at a much higher vibration than we are, right? So we got to get our vibration up. You know what I mean? So obviously positive thoughts, happiness, that kind of thing, those are all high vibration. Yeah. And one way to get there to those feelings and to be that way is through movement. So taking those walks, it's the fastest way to turn you know what I mean? Your vibration to higher energy. So it's like, even if you don't feel like running, go for that run, go for that walk, do whatever you can do. Dance, you know, while you're in the kitchen cooking dinner, put on some music and dance while you're cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that will help raise your vibration up to spirit and you'll be able to hear them more. I love all of that so much. And one thing I did want to bring up when you were talking, I know you were talking about the number three and the color pink and things like that. And you were recommending that, you know, you can Google it. Would you also <laughs> recommend that that you can also find your own interpretation of things. Cause I know that as a medium, you're basically building your own language. So for me, when I see the number 22, I always know that's the way that I need to go. Like, I just, I don't know what it, I know it's a master number, but I don't necessarily know the meaning of it on Google, but I do know for me, that's my guidance. I got to go in that direction. So do you think it's also, I guess it comes down to that innate trusting yourself. Oh my gosh. But, but you, you're hitting the nails on the head. What are you talking about? Yeah. So exactly. And that's what I teach too, is because people are like, Oh, what about this number, this number? And they're Googling it, but it's like, you also have to put in consideration how you feel about the number, any yeah. personal connections that you have about the number. Right. Because what I feel like, I love number three. I love number three. I love six. My favorite number is 316. So how I feel about 316 and you is going to be completely different. Right. Yeah. So your I favorite number is 316. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so, okay. It was the time I was born. <laughs> okay. And so I have this quirk. My favorite like number anything. is 1,595. <laughs> is it really? No, <laughs> no, it's not, but it, it's 22, but that's funny. But it's, it's so funny because like my guys, like my husband and my son absolutely know 316 is my number. So anytime they see it, they're like, mom, mom, mom. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, there's a message here for me. Am I on the right path? Is this the path I need to go? You know what I mean? Anytime that I see it and it's flipping amazing because the numbers, like that's a whole nother story in itself. You know what I mean? They can really, really talk to you, but you have to have your yeah. own, um, your own interpretation. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. 83, as soon as I seen 83, it's like, oh my gosh, that was the year my, how old my grandma was when she died. And that's the year I was born. So anytime I see 83, I know that's grandma talking to me. <laughs> I was born in 83 too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's great. I love that so much. All right. Well, we are at our hour. I did want to um, talk to you about um, some of your favorite books and things like that, but we, we are out of time. That being said, do you, can you ramble off a couple of titles that, you know, if people are wanting to, you know, maybe read a little bit more about, you know, the subject, spirituality, and also how can people get a hold of you, Heather? You did mention that you do do mentorship. You've got your amazing Facebook group. How can people find out more and potentially work with you if they aren't willing to do their own cleansing every month? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love day, that. Every day, rather. <laughs> 
Okay. So some of us are really kind of scared about like, oh my gosh, like mediumship ghosts, you know what I mean? Like that whole entire thing. So if you are apprehensive about that, then I definitely recommend I See Dead People by Jane Ross, because it's going to answer some of those questions, you know what I mean? About like, oh my gosh, like I don't even understand, you know what I mean? The differences, you know, that kind of thing, you know? Um, and then the other one is The Afterlife of Billy Fingers by Annie Kagan. And this one really talks to you more about the afterlife. And that one's a really cool book because like her brother had this crazy 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 life and you know I mean she was always taking care of him and then he passes away and then he goes to the other side he talks to her all about the other side so that's like also a really really cool book you know um if you want to get into that and me and you we talked a lot about angels right so we talked about about that we talked a lot about being psychic we talked about being the light so that's why i recommend assertiveness for earth angels because that one really will help you you know see what kind of symptoms that you have that you are psychic you know what i mean um and it kind of will um bring you some answers right um you also have the four agreements which i know that you love right and so that will just like change your life oh you know yes I mean? it will yes um, and then, of course, I did put down, you know what I mean, Heal Your Body by Louise Hay, because that's just like any kind of physical ailments that you're having. You can look them up and see the spiritual reason why you're having those ailments, you know? So definitely, that's a um, definitely number one on my list out of like the zillion, right? Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, so you can find me at riseintoyourpower.com, and you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash rise into your power. Uh, and guess what? I had that Facebook group, Rise Into Your Power again. <laughs> Yeah, that's so right. it's easy peasy. I love that. And I'll put all the links to all that stuff in the show notes as well. And then you've recently came out with 22 ways to get centered and connected without meditating. So people can, I'll put a link to that. Is that going to be available for a while still? Yeah, it's going to be available for a little while. Like I know if you're, if, if you're anything like me, I keep on saying it, you know what I mean? But sometimes we don't feel like meditating. We don't want to. So I gave you 22 different ways where you can kind of connect and it'll have the descriptions in there too of why this is actually good for you. And it's, you know, similar to meditating or we'll get your connection with source, you know, a little more stronger. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Heather. What a great show. I knew it would be in it. You never let me down. So it's so great. Thank you so much for Thanks. all your knowledge and just a fabulous chat. Thank you for having me. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.